The following is a Thunderbolt West Media Production. Animal life on Earth disappearing, corrupt leaders, and a world out of control. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I'll talk about anything from government corruption to chemtrails. Also, I feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studios, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, at frequency 7.490, and also on WRMI, Radio Miami International, on frequency 5850. And you can tune in to Key Radio, 89.3 FM, in Osage Beach, Missouri. And this show is also available on demand, on Spreaker, Anchor, Podpoint, Podpage, and Red Circle. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith and be sure to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks for tuning in today to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I really do appreciate it. I want to say a special thank you to those who have taken the time to send me letters and emails. And I really do appreciate the content of the letters and emails because it gives me an idea of what the listeners want to hear. I want to say that I have several people who are what I'm going to call amateur investigative reporters, and I really do appreciate them plugging into the show and sending me information. This last week, I received information on shortwave radio. I've received information on death rates that are happening. I've received information about chemtrails and how to spot chemtrails a little better. All the input that I'm getting, I really do appreciate. Now, I'm going to be using the content of these emails and letters as soon as I can. And I was going to start with today's show, but world events have really taken a bad turn. And so I really feel that I need to address that during the show. But I want to tell all of my 
investigative reporters out there, good job. I really appreciate it. Well, I've been doing so much research on different things, and it's kind of odd how you look into one thing and you see a little red flag that goes up, so you have to check something else out. And after a while, you're not even researching what you started to research. You're off on this little rabbit trail or you're chasing wild geese, however you want to say it. But in my chasing wild geese, I've been finding things that are just utterly terrifying. And I need to tell everyone about what I'm finding. Now, after I find the information, I do my best to verify. Now, some of the things that I'm going to talk about, I have not verified. And I will tell you when they're verified and when they're not. Well, I'm going to start off by telling you that I found out something this morning that really, really disturbs me. And I've done several shows about the disappearing animals and birds and insects. And I'm hearing from listeners who are some of my investigative reporters that the trees are dying. They're losing whole groves of trees. Now you can say, well, we had a bad drought. That could kill some trees. And you can say, well, you know, it was winter and winter can kill some trees. And also there's diseases and there's all sorts of things that come in and take your tree grove and kill a lot of trees. But the reports that I'm getting is that it's abnormal, even in drought and winter and so forth. And I found out today that the fire ants in Texas are disappearing. If you don't know anything about fire ants, I'll give you just a quick little synopsis of what I know about them. They're absolutely evil little critters because they'll take over any area. And when they fight against other ants, they never lose. They're extremely aggressive and they're extremely hungry. I was in East Texas and I had to stop for the night and just pull along the side of the road and get some sleep because there were no towns that had any hotels or motels on my route. I was really in the backwoods of East Texas. And I had a dog with me, and I needed to lay down on the seat. And so I took the 25-pound bag of dog food, and I set it out by the front tire, and so I could have the entire front seat to lay down. And I also tied the dog up on the front bumper and gave the dog some food and water. And in about an hour, the dog started whimpering. And at first, I thought the dog was just lonely. And so I told the dog to be quiet, and the dog just kept whimpering. And so I finally got out to see what was going on, and I noticed that the dog was crawling with fire ants. And I'd never been exposed to fire ants before. I didn't know that they would do that. So I quick brushed the dog off and put it inside, and I grabbed the 25 pounds of dog food. And when I lifted it up, it was obviously about 5 to 10 pounds lighter than it should have been. And of course, I had opened the bag to feed the dog. So I looked inside. And there must have been a billion fire ants inside the dog food. And they'd already cut holes in the dog food. They were already hauling it out. But I just dropped that bag of dog food, got in, and left. And so that was my experience with fire ants. Plus, I know they bite, and they're very aggressive. And so when I hear that they're disappearing, my first thought could be, well, that's good because I don't like fire ants. But in reality... But if something as tough as fire ants is starting to disappear, then 
we are in very big trouble. The same person was talking about other insects, such as June bugs and just other things that are just commonly just epidemic in certain times of the year. And he went on to mention the trees were dying, that the birds were not there, and he didn't see any small animals. And this is in Texas. And that really concerns me. Because I've also got reports from Michigan and Wisconsin and Missouri with the exact same type of a situation. Their birds are gone. Their insects are gone. I really do feel that we are suffering a very bad mass extermination event. And I'm afraid that the scales have been tipped. I really am afraid of that. And what I mean by that is once we have a lot of species go extinct, they're just gone. And our whole ecosystem is just totally out of whack. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago about birds that should not be here in central Nebraska that are flocking and heading apparently north because they flew through here this fall heading south and now they're back and they should be probably 30 to 60 days before we see any bird migrations. Well, the last two weeks, there's been hundreds of birds, which I'm glad to see some birds because there's no birds locally. I'll tell you that. Used to be sparrows everywhere. The sparrows are gone. As a matter of fact, you used to go to these fast food places, especially the ones that had curb service, and there'd always be sparrows out there grabbing french fries that people had kind of thrown out to feed the birds. And when I was a kid, I used to watch the sparrows because they were just so thick everywhere, hopping around and just scavenging anything they could. And also, I have chicken grain here and other grain for my other livestock. And there's just nothing. There's absolutely no activity birds. But the migrating birds are here in droves, the red-winged blackbirds. And they're out there. It's five degrees above zero or 10 degrees at the most some days. And they're up there just a singing like it's 45 and 50 degrees. And they're all flocked together. And I don't know what they're getting to eat. I think that they really have their clock has been screwed up. And so we're dealing with a lot of things in nature that I think is the real thing that's happening. You know, we can talk about World War III. We can talk about the, the mutilation of the children with the transgender. We can talk about all sorts of issues that are happening to us right now worldwide. All the man-made things that we see. Well, it's real easy to see some of this stuff, and it's real easy to get distracted. But it's not easy to see what you don't see. And I don't see a lot of things that I should be seeing. And now I'm getting reports from all over. Other people are not seeing what they need to be seeing. Now, I don't know what to do about this. Except, personally, I have just absolutely quit killing insects. I really think that we have a death cult, and I think they have a stranglehold on the world right now. And we're going to have to wake up. We're going to have to wake up to the fact that there are things really super wrong. I know I was the first one that started ringing the alarm bells. And I have to admit, the first show that I did that was dedicated to the disappearing animals and birds, I thought that I sounded a little bit like a crackpot. And I thought that I was going to get some negative response from that show. 
because no one was talking about it. And I thought, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just in my area. The problem might not be worldwide or widespread at all. And I remember during that show, I stated, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I get reports back that everything's normal and everything's fine. And I've got to tell you that from all of the multitudes of listeners that I've had to that program, not one person has told me things are normal. But I've had dozens get a hold of me and say, I didn't realize it until your show. So I started paying attention. And you're right. We have no birds. We have no insects. We have no rabbits. I don't know what to do about this, but I know it's real. I know that this is more deadly to mankind than World War III is going to be. Not on the short term, but as a long-term situation for life on Earth, it's really bad for you and me and everyone else. And if you're skeptical and say, well, you know, they wouldn't kill everything, they would if they want to play God. Right now, they're saving genetics for all sorts of animals. And what do they care if they kill them all off, if they can regenerate them in a lab and quote-unquote improve them and send them back out? We have people that have an absolute God complex. They're extremely evil. These people are absolutely evil. And the only way that we're going to defeat them is by exposing them. I know that I'm starting to get that look. And it's the look that you give somebody that is telling you something that you really don't believe. You can't help but kind of give them that look. Well, as I'm trying to tell people to prepare for certain things that are going to happen, and I try to explain to them that I am doing my research and I am finding proof and things are really as bad as what I say they are, I get this look like, wow, you are weird. And I'm really sorry I'm starting to get the look. And also I can tell I'm turning into that guy that nobody wants to see walk into their business and start a conversation with because if they start talking about the world, I will start informing them and they don't want to be informed. And I really am sorry that there are so many people that are willingly sticking their head in the sand because that is the absolute worst thing that we can do right now. We can't stick our head in the sand. We absolutely can't because things are getting so dire that when the birds are gone and the insects are gone, and I will mention with the insects, if you remember back a few years ago, it was the honeybees. The honeybees are disappearing. And so they came up with all sorts of hypotheses of what happened to the honeybees. And I'm going to tell you right now, because I was a beekeeper, I lost over 30 colonies in one day. And I'm going to tell you right now that disease does not do that. Mites, the varroa mite, and all the other things that could happen to bees, the tracheal mites, they can decimate a colony, but they can't just kill the entire colony. I walked out to check my bees, and I had over 30 colonies, and every colony had just a pile of dead bees in front of each colony. Absolutely sickening, and it put me out of the beekeeping business. 
As a matter of fact, I've got a lot of beekeeping equipment and I haven't even touched it. That just took my heart out and just crushed it. And now I know that my bees were killed from chemtrails. And I know that that's what killed the bees. Now, I'm mentioning the bees because of this. I mentioned the fire ants being tough. Well, bees are not so tough. Bees are extremely sensitive. They're extremely intelligent. There's lots of things about bees that make them superior in a lot of ways to other insects. But as far as chemicals, they're extremely susceptive. And so they were the ones everyone noticed. And so when that happened, everyone was noticing the bees were gone. And also the monarch butterflies are starting to be less. And of course, it's the farmer's fault because they're destroying the habitat for all of these monarch butterflies. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's pure rubbish. The monarch butterflies are going away for the same reason that the bees are disappearing. It's because of the chemtrails. It's because of man's interference on purpose. And so the insects that we think are beneficial or pretty or something that we notice, well, they came up with excuses for the honeybees dying. They came up with some sort of disease. I can't remember what they said. They call it colony collapse disorder. And so they took that and ran with it. And then with the monarch butterflies, they say that farmers are destroying all the milkweed on their property. And so the monarch butterflies are starving to death, which is absolutely false. But that's what the media has been saying. That's what the government says. No one was paying attention to the wasps and all these other types of insects that nobody likes. Nobody paid any attention. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's across the board. Beneficial insects are disappearing. The nasty ones we don't like are disappearing. There's something going on, folks. And we're going to have to ring the alarm bell. The world needs to know about this horrible atrocity and this big threat to life on this planet. Broadcasting from the United States of America, you are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I invite all of my listeners to go to my social media site, which is on VeteranBrigades.com. It's the only social media site that I trust. And you do not have to be a veteran to join. So go to VeteranBrigades.com, sign up, and look me up over there. And on that platform, I'm the Living Off-Grid Show. And I plan on doing lots of interactive things over there with you, my audience. So please go visit me at VeteranBrigades.com. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of looking up at beautiful blue skies and all of a sudden they're white. They're hazy white. And it's because of all of the airplanes that are flying overhead. I know that there's a war on in our skies right now that's much more deadly and destructive than what I feel is going to come with World War III. And believe me, I think World War III is going to be the nastiest thing that mankind has ever seen. But I think we're going through a more subtle nasty. And that's having all sorts of chemicals raining down from the sky. I also heard 
that if you buy some blue blocker sunglasses and you put these on and look up in the sky, even if it's a blue sky, you'll see the chemtrails, you'll see the murky residue of what the chemtrails are putting up with blue blocker glasses. Now, that's one of the things I have not verified yet, but I am going to buy a pair of blue block glasses and test that out. So if anyone out there has a pair of blue block glasses and you happen to have a clear blue sky, or even if you have a chemtrail or two, put on your blue block glasses and take a look up in the sky and see what you can see and report back to me. I'd appreciate it. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. But we're going to all have to band together to fight this menace from the skies. I watched a video that's been on several news sites, but of course, only one or two that are American-owned. The rest of them are in Europe. That Ukraine is using drones to drop nerve gas on Russian soldiers. Now, of course, that's highly illegal. But I was wondering why Elon Musk all of a sudden said that Ukraine could not use Starlink anymore to guide drones. And I'm sure that's because Ukraine has been caught doing an extremely horrible war crime with chemical weapons being administered by drones that were guided by Starlink. And so when this is all over, and there's a world court, crimes against humanity, Elon Musk didn't want to sit there and be found guilty. And he already might be, because they used his service to drop chemical weapons. Folks, I got to tell you, what I'm finding out is absolutely atrocious. Do you know that China has been shining some sort of laser light down from satellites, and they did it near Hawaii? Probably didn't know about that, did you? You probably didn't know about the chemical warfare, and you probably don't know about all of the biolabs that they have discovered over in Ukraine. And a lot of the things that they're discovering is that they were working on gender-specific and race-specific type of pathogens. In other words, they wanted to develop viruses and other plagues that would only kill certain types of people or certain groups of people. And guess who was on the hit list in the Western culture? White males. Now I know you can roll your eyes and call me crazy, but we have the most evil group of people in the history of mankind actually in charge of things. They have no conscience. They have no soul. And you might say, well, a lot of them are white men that are in government. There are a lot of white men that are scientists. There's also has to be an antidote to what they're trying to spread out. And of course, the quote-unquote elite will get their antidote, and you and me won't. And a little side note is that it's the Green Party in Germany that is all up in arms wanting to fight Russia. And it's the Green Party that's sending their tanks into Ukraine. And the Green Party wants coal-fired plants to create electricity and so they can go on a full war footing because the Green Party wants to make arms and ammunition. They want to have a war. Now you tell me, what's more destructive, Green Party? Somebody cooking their dinner on a natural gas stove? Someone running their lawnmower that happens to be a gasoline lawnmower? Or all the pollution that would be created by making arms and ammunition, as well as the destruction that these machines would do, and also the pollution they'll put off when they're finally blown up, 
let alone talking about maybe a nuclear strike. So the Green Party that wants to save the world, they want to limit how much water you use and how much meat you eat because it's all your fault. They want to start a darn war that's going to create more pollution, possibly in 10 minutes, than all of mankind could possibly create in 100 years. Depends on what they end up using as far as weaponry in this war. So we have absolute insanity. All these people, all these governments, no matter who they are, they're insane. You have old Bite Me Joe up there in the State of the Union just lying to us. The guy's a criminal. And speaking of criminal, he's been caught dead to rights being a terrorist. And he has also committed treason against the United States. I know really strong words. But the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up under his orders in a clandestine conspiracy that he put together to knock out this pipeline. And you might say, well, he was doing it because Russia invaded Ukraine. And if you want to cover for old Bite Me Joe and give him an excuse, well, two things. What he did is extremely illegal. It's an act of war and a war crime. And I hope that he's prosecuted for that. Now for you that think he only did that because of Ukraine. They hatched the plan to do this several months before Russia invaded Ukraine. They had already planned to blow up that pipeline. So if Russia had not invaded Ukraine, they still would have blown up that pipeline. Why? Where does Hunter Biden work? He works in the what? The oil business. He doesn't know anything about oil, but he's got this high-paying job. And who sells oil to Europe? Let's see, Russia and who else? Hmm. Oh, yeah, a little country called the United States. So, actually, Germany has had a war crime committed against it by Joe Biden having the pipeline blown up. And so we have a lot of issues here. And this is going to get real ugly real fast. And so on the second part of the show, I want to talk about things that I think you need to be doing. But we have a senile, criminal, treasonous terrorist in the White House. And that's just my opinion. And so we have people in government who are traitorous and criminals, and they're committing acts of terrorism in the name of we the people, because who's going to suffer because of this? Who's going to be paying more for diesel and gasoline and heating oil? It's not going to be them. It's going to be us. Who's going to be paying more at the grocery store? Who's going to be paying more in inflation in general? Of course, it's us. All because we have a bunch of senile, corrupt people in government that along with the crazy scientists are trying to rule the world. And if one more person tells me to follow the science, I'm going to give them a real piece of my mind because I do follow the science and the science says we're in trouble. The science says we should not be spraying chemicals up in our atmosphere. The science would say that we shouldn't be killing our ecosystem. But of course, these people use that as a catchphrase just to push their poison shots and their other agendas. But folks, I really think that we need to band together. Everyone that wants to save their family tree because we're not just talking about you and me. 
We're talking about our children and our grandchildren. And unfortunately, we're talking about all of our offspring from now until Jesus comes back. We could have everything that we've worked for just wiped away. And these same people are after our cash. They're after our kids. They're after our freedom. They're after our property. They're after our gasoline-powered cars. It just never ends. And so we have to start banding together and doing things. I'm not saying anything illegal or anything violent, but we need to inform people of what's going on. And we need to get enough people that we actually can be heard. And I see that we have in the cities now that anytime you have anything that is pro American, that's standing up for humanity, you have these little creepy soy boys with their black masks on from Antifa show up and act tough. And in reality, they're like the brown shirts that were in Germany in the 1930s and early 1940s. They're the same type of thug. So we have thugs running the streets. We have thugs in the White House. We have thugs all through government. We have thugs and governments everywhere. And it's you and me that are going to be left holding the bag. And when I get back, I'll pick up where I left off. I really need to know who's listening and where you're listening from, whether it's by shortwave or podcast or on AM or FM radio. Even if you just pop me an email and say hi, I would appreciate it. And as always, I invite listeners, give me some suggestions of topics that they'd like to hear me cover. I would really appreciate that. Once again, my email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. Please visit the website And the website is offgridliving.faith. And also, you can find links to even more information. Every one of my shows is uploaded on the website. If you enjoy the Living Off-Grid Powered Information Show, I would ask that you consider donating to the show to help cover expenses because we don't get paid here. This is all done by donations and we do not take anything online as far as PayPal or any of that because of all the censorship. Not that they have shut us off, it's just I'm not going to give them the opportunity. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way by mail check, money order, or if you want to put cash in a secure envelope, we would appreciate any donation, any size. Just send all your correspondence to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143. That's Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143, and your support is greatly appreciated. This next song was recorded in 1902 by the Edison Military Band. America, played by the Edison Military Band.
Replace fear with faith. Replace pessimism with hope. Replace despair with determination. And don't be afraid to rely on God and step out on the sea. Welcome back to part two of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. This is your host, Jim Calhoun. And today I'm talking about things that I think that we really need to get our head around. The first half I was talking about the horrible governance that we have, if you want to call it that, because all three branches are totally out of control in this country. And the news that's coming out of Europe is the evil type of people they have in leadership roles, not only in their governments, but also in NATO and other different organizations. And so this half of the show, I'm going to talk about what I think we need to do. First of all, I said in the first half of the show, we need to band together. Now, that's going to be hard for people to do because this show goes all over the United States and Canada and Mexico, and it just goes a long ways. There's a lot of people. So we're not going to get together except figuratively. And we have to understand we have to deal in truth, and we also have to be an agent for positive change. We have to put some skin in the game, because whether you like it or not, you do have skin in the game, literally. Who knows what these toxins are doing from the chemtrails? I know that they're not good. And also, I'm getting reports of people seeing Other things that I've seen, like people who are aging very rapidly. And another thing that people are seeing is people's whole personalities are totally changing. And a lot of it is because of this death jab. And you have the CEO of Pfizer that some members of the new media are trying to corner him and he won't answer any questions. And these people are starting to be exposed. And when I say you have skin in the game, you literally do, because their goal of world depopulation includes you. Whether you believe that anyone is trying to harm you and your family or not is immaterial, because I've done enough research that I know there are people trying to harm you and your family, and they're trying to harm me. Now, am I paranoid? No, I'm being realistic. Just like they said in the Georgia Guidestones, they wanted the population to be vastly reduced. That's what this death jab is all about. That's what COVID-19 is all about. That's what World War III is all about. Everything that they're doing is to depopulate the earth because you and me are using their resources. And you and me are both worthless eaters. And you and me need to be dealt with. 
I know that there are some societies, including the United States, that have built large internment camps. Why would they spend the money, take the time and the effort to build these huge camps, and leave them empty? And so to turn a blind eye and say, well, it doesn't concern me, I'm here to inform you that, yes, it does concern you. And so you're going to have to do your part, whatever that is. Whatever God has given you as far as a talent or a skill, you need to use it. You need to use it to fight back against these globalists and these people that want nothing but ill will, not only to you, but to your family, to your children. And I know that I probably get under people's skin. I send several people emails of things that I find out that I want them to know about. And I'm sure they're getting to where when it's an email from me, they dread to open it because I'm just telling them some more bad news. And I really hate to do that, but I really want to keep people on their toes. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the United States anyway, the people are going to get caught flat-footed because they're not listening to the people that are sounding the alarm. What would have happened if Paul Revere would have made his famous midnight ride and telling people, the British are coming, the British are coming? What would have happened? If people would have opened their window and said, ah, shut up, we're trying to sleep. And then they just went in and went back to sleep, went to bed. What would have happened if everyone would have done that? And that's what's happening right now. There are several people in the New Truth media that are doing their best to wake everyone up. And we all have the same message. You better wake up. You better start doing something about it because they're coming for you. It would be real easy for me to just be a hermit and just do what I do and have my little stockpiles of what I need to survive and just take care of me. It would be very easy to do that. But see, that's not why I'm here on the planet right now. I'm here to be a Paul Revere. I'm here to try to encourage people and to inform them and to wake them up. Now, am I 100% on everything that I say is going to happen? Am I 100% correct on everything that I say that is going to happen? Well, no, because I'm human. There are things that are going to get past me. And as I say often, I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope that I'm wrong. You probably don't realize that Russia has changed their law as far as their protocols of how they use nuclear weapons. They've made it much easier for them to use nuclear weapons and also very much broadly expanded the reasons of why they would use nuclear weapons. And you possibly don't know that there's a bill going through the, I'm going to call it a Congress, I don't think it's called a Congress in Ukraine, but their legislative body, there's a bill going through there that they are going to allow NATO troops to come in. You put two and two together, you know that NATO is going to be storming across the border, you know that Russia is going to kill them as soon as they cross the border, and you know that it's going to escalate. And literally, I'm not trying to scare you, but literally, you could wake up and before you have your first cup of coffee, there could be some sort of an incursion that by the time you would normally get to your job, driving to work, that there's already a nuclear strike already on the way. This is going to escalate faster than anything has ever escalated. 
And that's another reason why I think that they want the 5G and these other almost instantaneous ways to move all sorts of information is that they are going to use that to kill other people. They're going to use that for war. They're going to use that to spy on people. They're going to use it for nefarious things. And also, Russia is already putting down in writing, basically laws, rules of engagement that they've already talked about and debated and ratified, and it's ready to go. So if you don't see that things are about to really fly off the handle, well, you need to wake up and open your eyes. It's out of hand right now. But when we do have that horrible event, when everything goes truly kinetic, then you're just going to have possibly minutes to make some very, very important life or death decisions. And so if you don't have a Faraday cage, build a simple one. All that is is a metal box that you can totally enclose something with the metal box and you would insulate the inside of that metal box so you don't have metal-to-metal contact with the other metal box that you're going to put inside the first one. And also, I would insulate the inside of the second box and then take your electronics, wrap them in aluminum foil, and place them inside the first box. Close it up tightly and then put that first box into the second box, close it up tightly, and you have a Faraday cage. Things that need to go into your Faraday cage would be laptop computers, memory sticks. If you would happen to have an older vehicle that I would consider a doomsday vehicle, it would be a great idea to have a spare alternator and a spare distributor put in a Faraday cage. And also a spool of wiring and a new set of spark plug wires. That way, when we have the EMP attack that I think is, I personally think that we are going to have an EMP attack sometime soon. Now, I don't know when. I don't have a timeline for this, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 years. I don't know. But I think we need to start really getting ready. But if you have an older vehicle and the EMP attack does come and it fries your wiring, you could always add those components that you had in the Faraday cage and then simply hotwire that vehicle. And that way you have a vehicle that'll run. Of course, you have to have enough gasoline in that vehicle and you would have to use it very sparingly because if we have an EMP attack, getting gasoline is going to be near impossible. And also the little thing that no one's talking about is the fact that if there is an EMP attack, It would not surprise me that if a week later or two weeks later, when you're not expecting it, there's another one. And so you have all of your equipment back running again with your spare parts, and then you get hit again, and then you're left with no equipment. And so if you do have a doomsday vehicle and an EMP attack does come and wipes out your electronics, I'd be very picky as to when and where and why I would put the new electronics on that vehicle. If you don't need it, don't put it on. I think the only people that are going to make it through this relatively good, when I say relatively, I really do mean relatively, because when you consider all things, relatively good is still going to be horrible. But I think the only ones that are going to relatively survive this, are the ones that are extremely cagey. 
the ones that can think fast on their feet, and the ones that do not make rash, brash decisions. Ones that think everything through, and they play the long game. Because you and me are going to be put in a position where you're going to have to play the long game. What I mean by that is that there's not going to be any state, federal, local government that's going to be able to help you. Because if things happen the way they're setting it up, which it can change, there could be some cooler heads come into the room and there could be negotiations start and and humanity might actually have a chance here. But as of right now, nobody's talking and nobody wants to talk. They'd rather waste the lives of their people in a war than they would talk. We truly have evil in government all over the world. And so what I mean by playing the long game, don't go out and give half your food away the first week because you find people that don't have food. Don't use any fuel supplies unless you absolutely have to. Everything you have, every can of food, every drop of fuel, you have to be a miser. Use it wisely and use it very sparingly because there's a really good chance that what you have is going to have to get you through for a long, long time. And things would be totally different if we had people in governments all over the world that actually cared for their citizens. But we don't have any governments that I see that really care for their citizens. You do realize that Russia has mobilized troops, and you realize that China is going to mobilize troops starting in March. You might just shrug your shoulders and say, well, what does that have to do with anything? You only mobilize in times of war. And China is mobilizing all of the men and women, and they have to serve for a minimum of four years. So you take the population of China male and female, there are going to be millions of new fighting soldiers in the Chinese army. I don't know how many Russians are in their army. It has to be pushing close to a million right now. I've heard everything from 250,000 to a million, and I would be willing to bet there's a lot more that we don't know about. And so here we sit in the United States, just kind of dumb and happy, listening to the mainstream media and they're not telling us anything. We think Ukraine is winning. The possibility of Ukraine taking back Crimea is really great. No, it's not. The possibility of a lot of red American blood being lost in Ukraine is a much, much bigger possibility. And the scary thing that I have figured out, and I'm the only one saying this, and so, and I'm the only one that's saying this, which I think is a good thing, because if I start hearing this more and more from all the pundits that I listen to, then things are going to be really scary. So right now it's just me, but I am convinced that the main battlefield, the main place where this war is going to take place, is in the United States. I am thoroughly convinced of that. And so, yes, I think we're going to have foreign troops on our soil. As a matter of fact, what do you think this southern border being wide open is all about? Honestly, look at who's coming across the border. Look at who's coming across the border in Europe. All the quote-unquote migrants that are all military age. Millions of them. 
And in my studies, I've read that there are quite a few Russians and Chinese military in this country that have civilian jobs, but they're trained saboteurs. Chinese balloons. And that there's millions of them in this country right now. I have not verified that, but it wouldn't surprise me. But where I say this is going to be the main battlefield Chinese balloons, is that I think that we are going to get hypersonic missiles and the raining the down beast. on this country. I think that New York City and Chicago and Los Angeles and Dallas, Denver, I think you can kiss them goodbye. If the United States thinks they can go to war with Russia and not lose our cities, they're absolutely mistaken. The Russians lost 27 million people in World War II. They don't want to repeat that. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Russia hits us first and hits us as hard as they can first, sure, we're going to have some missiles to send back, but there won't be a country here left to defend. There really won't. There's going to be a bunch of shell-shocked people that has money that is no good, that no one will honor. They'll have no power. They'll have no fuel, they'll have no food, and no prospect for getting that. There is going to be a humanitarian disaster in this country, and it's going to be from sea to shining sea. You add to the fact that China now wants to get into this, and I've also read that China has plans on putting troops in California, and if they do that, well, Gavin Newsom will just welcome them, because I think he's among the evil empire. I think that's one reason why California has been getting so awful, is I think they're trying to bring that state down to its knees. And just some anecdotal evidence is that back when we had all those riots all over the country in 2020, in my area, you had lots of people that were practicing with their pistols and with their rifles, and you heard a lot of gunshots. And I can report that in the last 10 days, that has come back. I'm hearing lots of people practicing rifles and pistols right now. There's lots of people that are sighting in scopes and practicing lots of gunshots happening around here. And I know why, because a lot of people are starting to figure this out. And it's going to be up to you to take care of yourself. I'm going to expound on that just a little bit more before I run out of time here. You're going to have to make up your mind to protect yourself and your family. And you're going to have to sit down and make some very hard, fast decisions of how you're going to do that. You're going to have to take everything into account. Medical, food, water, shelter, the works, everything you could possibly think of you're going to have to make allowances for. And I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. You're going to have to have a minimum of one year's supply of food. And you're going to have to keep that supply hidden, and you're going to have to keep it to yourself that you have it. And the other thing you really need to do is learn how to forage. Find out what plants in your area are edible. You're going to have to do that. I used to hang out with a lot of guys that raised kids through the Great Depression. They've been dead for a long time now, but when I was a kid, the older guys all raised children during the Great Depression. And these people had to eat what they found. They had to eat what they could catch and what they could find. And so they learned how to forage, and they learned how to snare rabbits. They learned how to fish. 
They learned how to do what they needed to do. They did what they needed to do to take care of their family. So you're going to have to get that attitude, folks. You're going to have to really get that attitude that it's up to you to protect. I barely scratched the surface today. And I don't want to scare you, but you have to wake up and you have to act. Time is extremely short. And honestly, I do hope that I'm wrong about this. But the old saying goes, better safe than sorry. And we should make no mistake about the times we're living in. Because being better safe than sorry needs to be our mantra going forward. I have a radio show called Harmony Barn Sessions, which is a great music show. I invite you to check it out. The show is broadcast on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central on WBCQ on frequency 5130 Radio Angela. Also, the show can be heard Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time on Radio Miami International on frequency 5150. That's right. There's no dinosaur media here. Ronald Reagan said back in the 1980s to trust but verify. And I really don't know if we can trust anymore, but we definitely need to verify everything that we hear, everything that we read, because right now we're living in a time of all sorts of psychological operations that are aimed at we the people. And technology is being used for all sorts of great reasons, but also some nefarious reasons. And so we're going to have to really take stock of the electronics that we use and why we use them. I'm going to give you an example of something I heard just yesterday, and it's extremely scary. A friend of mine is a diabetic, and she has a diabetic pump that will automatically give her insulin when she needs it. Well, I had no idea that this technology existed, that this insulin pump was hooked to the internet. And she had some issues, and so she called basically what you would call customer service. And it was supposedly a nurse at the other end. But if I understood correctly, the nurse that actually was taking the call actually was in South America. And so my friend needed to have some work done on her insulin pump because it wasn't working quite right. And so this person took over remotely the insulin pump that was hooked up to my friend and adjusted the insulin pump in such a horrible way that her blood sugar went down to 40, which is extremely horrible. And my friend was trying to communicate to this nurse how she wanted it done and how she felt and so forth. So this nurse in South America had access to adjust the insulin pump that my friend had. Now you might think that that's a great marvelous invention that they're able to do that. But I'm going to tell you, that absolutely terrified me to know that some stranger in some remote part of the world can actually kill you with any apparatus you might be wearing if they adjust it wrong. 
And if such a person makes a mistake or has some malpractice or is incompetent, what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you do. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. And so I think just like a bunch of lemmings, humanity is jumping over the cliff right now. There is no way I would ever attach anything onto my body that could be remote controlled by anybody. That is just so foreign to human freedom. And also, I think it sets a very dangerous precedence. And so these people that get the chips in their hand because they want to be able to pay for their goods as they go through a checkout with just a wave of their hand, you better be careful of what you wish for. Because who knows what that chip actually does and who has access to it and what they might be able to do to you with it. And so we have to be very wary in this age, not only of all the crisis that we see coming, but also the crisis that I think is kind of clandestine and backdoor, things that you don't really think about. And so every day we're on the slippery slope, going farther and farther down into this abyss. And I really hate to see it. But that's what I'm here for as I'm trying... Well, I hope someone got something from the show today. I do want to do my part to protect you and your family in these very troubled times. And I would ask that you consider supporting this program and you can send a check or money order and you'd write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media and you would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, Hershey, Nebraska, and the zip code is 69143. I really hate to come to you with what I consider really horrible news, but you're going to have to deal with it because I think a great fall is coming just around the corner, and I really want to do my part to help protect you and your family. So until next time, stay vigilant, stay well, get prepared. But most important of all, replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.